Coast to coast, nonstop action. This is the premier source for National Hockey League news. Scores, highlights, and the Anaheim Ducks. It's time to light the lamp with Alexis Downey. Welcome to Light the Lamp here on Duckstream. I am your host, Alexis Downey. Thanks for joining me today. I hope your week is going well. It's been a busy one for us here at the Ducks, despite the team being on the road. I was down in San Diego for Tuesday night's game against Arizona as a part of the Valley Sports SoCal Ducks Live pregame show. It was so great to be down there and see the studio. And I was also a part of the newest Ducks Weekly that will be coming out. Thank you to Kent French and Guillaume Bear for the hospitality and to producer Stefan, who came with me. Now, today is Bell Let's Talk, which promotes mental health awareness, acceptance, and action. It's a campaign created by Bell Canada to raise awareness and fight the stigma around mental illness. Now, there is a hashtag that is being used on Twitter to help educate people on how to support mental health. So my message to you today, please take some time for yourself and always be kind to others. You never know what people are going through and checking in on people can always go a long way. The Ducks are coming off a big 5-2 win on Tuesday night at Mullet Arena against the Arizona Coyotes. A great team win for the group and bringing them to 2-2-1 on the road trip so far. Two wins, two losses, and one overtime loss as well. So now let's go into AD's takeaways for today. Going into the game, there was a lineup change as John Klingberg was out with an illness last night. So Vakaninen stepped in and was with Kevin Shattenkirk, and then Colton White was pushed to the second line with Simon Benoit. It was a great start for the Ducks, and overall a solid game. Getting off to the strong start was very important in this game, something that the team has struggled with this season, but not in this one. A great offensive night overall for the Ducks as they put up five goals and 43 shots on goal in total. Definitely a lot in this one. And an example of what the offense needs to be doing more consistently. Eight different Ducks players got a point in this one, including Cam Fowler, who had a three-point night. It was his third multi-goal game of his career. Two goals on the night, one of them coming on the power play. Troy Terry also had a three-point night, one goal and two assists in this one. That goal coming after a long drought for him, so very good to see him get a goal finally. But he still has been producing on the point side. In his last three of five games, he's had multi-point efforts, but obviously good to see him get the goal, and it came on a delayed penalty after Max Jones was slashed very hard by Coyotes' UC Valamaki. Valamaki was given a five-minute major and ejected from the game. This was certainly a good piece of momentum for the Ducks because then Cam Fowler went on the power play and scored a goal. Now, Arizona did make a late push in the second period and through parts of the third period, but the Ducks were able to limit their goal-scoring chances in their own defensive zone. And a big part of that was Anthony Stolarz, who did not allow a goal until there was nearly just 10 minutes left in the game. So very close to a shutout for him. But overall, like I said, a great offensive effort from the Ducks. You love to see that. And it gives them some momentum once again, heading into their final game of the road trip on Thursday 
in Colorado. The six-game road trip coming to a close on Thursday night and a hometown trip for Troy Terry. He joined us today to talk more about his excitement to be back at home and what this road trip has been like for the team so far. So take a listen now. Troy Terry joins us now on Light the Lamp. Troy, thanks for taking the time to chat with us today. I'm sure you've got a lot going on on the road right now. So let's start with last night's win in Arizona, a big one on the road, 5-2 to two at Mullet Arena. What was it like playing there? Yeah, it was different. I mean, um, it was kind of fun to just kind of get a different kind of atmosphere um, in an NHL game. and. Um, especially for me, you know, being a, a college hockey product and, and being a kind of a diehard college hockey guy. Um, it was a lot of fun for me to just kind of be back in that environment. And, and it truly felt like kind of a college hockey game. So um, it was a lot of fun. Had you heard much about the mullet arena experience before the game? No, I, I hadn't. I, the only thing I'd heard was the ice was really good. And, and it was. The ice was good. Um, and I hadn't heard a whole lot, so I didn't really know what to expect, but, um, yeah, it was, you know, it was definitely different. Um, didn't feel like an NHL game quite as much, but it was, it was cool. Kind of brought a different atmosphere. Well, it was a solid game for you, a three point night, a goal as a part of that, which I'm sure had to feel good after a while. So let's go back to that goal during the delayed penalty, but what did you see on that? Yeah. Um. I'm being totally honest that I needed that one. Um, just, I feel like I've been, you know, creating offense and doing the right things and it just, you know, it happens. It just wasn't going in for me. And, um, yeah, on that goal, I just, um, you know, I, I, I'm a player that does well when I can find space and, um, you know, really be able to skate with the puck and get my feet moving. So, um, just because of the delayed penalty, that's kind of what I saw there and just tried to wind up and get some speed. And um, I saw their D was a little flat-footed, so just kind of went at them. And then um, I didn't really do anything different than, you know, all of the chances that I I feel like I've had and missed. I just kind of tried to aim for a spot and um, it went in. So it, that one felt good. Also in that game, Cam Fowler had two goals, and one of them was on the power play. You helped out with that one. How good was it to see him get those chances in the game last night? Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he's been a rock for this team. Um, and he's always, you know, he brings it every night from a just being a professional standpoint and his play on the ice. And, um, you know, it's been it's been a, a challenging year, especially for, you know, a guy like Cam who's been here, you know, with a lot of winning teams in Anaheim and, um, and just to, you know, see him get rewarded for his work and, um, you know, he's having a great year and for him to you know have a game like that was, was fun for all of us to see. You mentioned it already, but you've certainly been contributing points in your play recently as well. The Pittsburgh and Columbus games, just to name a few. So just being able to be a part of this team and be a leader in this role, especially on a road trip that's a little bit longer, how has the mental aspect of your game been for you through this trip? Yeah, it's been hard. It's been an adjustment, um, that's for sure, and, and it's one I'm still working on. Um, you know, 
Because uh, I've, you know, as a pro hockey player, I've um, been fortunate to have a lot of great leaders on the team, and and that was never really, you know, my responsibility up until you know maybe last year, to an extent. And um, when that's the case, you kind of just have to worry about yourself and make sure you're playing your best. And um, and then when all of a sudden you're a leader, you have to, you know, still do that, but but also remember that you might be frustrated with your game or playing really well or whatever the case is. And you still kind of have to put that to the side on occasions and, and, you know, just be a leader before, you know, you're worried about whether you haven't scored or, or anything like that. And, 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 you know, another thing is this is my first chance, you know, trying to be a leader and um, it's a lot harder when things are, are, aren't going as well. So, um, there's been things that, you know, have been challenging with this year and I've been, you know, just trying to kind of learn on the way. And, um, and honestly, it, it's, it's a role that, you know, I've really wanted to be in since I came into pro hockey. Um, you know, I've always kind of thought of myself as a leader and, and just to kind of be in that role now and, um, you know, be a, a contributor, big contributor on a team and, and be one of the leaders. It's, it's been a lot of fun for me and something I'm relishing and just trying to, you know, work on my game and, and work on my leadership. Well, another part of the win in Arizona was Anthony Stolars in the net. Can you talk about his performance as well? Yeah, he's been, you know, both of those guys and um, have been un- unreal this year. And, and Stoli is someone that, you know, it hasn't it hasn't been particularly fair to him. Um, you know, we talk about you know leaving Gibby out to dry, and and we've done that a lot. But you know, for Stoli, it's he's had to come into you know quite a bit of games this year. You know, when when we've had to you know make a change because you know we weren't playing well, and and that's never fair to a goalie. And then um, you know, even the game, I think it was Columbus. We 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 came out and just had a poor start to that game and, and hung him out to dry. And, um, you know, he's such a good goalie and, and such a big part of this team as from a, from a culture standpoint, um, for him, that other, you know, last night to come out, we played well in front of him and, and he was, um, you know, he was unbelievable last night and, and to see him have that type of game was, was huge for him. It was big for our team. Um, we were all happy to see it. Well, looking back at that Columbus game during this trip, it was a comeback win for the team, gaining a little bit of momentum from that game. What was the energy like with the team after that win? Yeah, it was it was good. I mean, that was um, – it's been, you know, one of uh, the issues that's kind of plagued us through the last little bit is um, – is our starts in our first period. And, and it hasn't been, you know, a lack of effort. It's been, you know, just mental mistakes that, you know, maybe we're not executing to start the game and, and in the national hockey league teams will, will make you pay for it. So, um, and same type of thing kind of happened in that game. And, and instead of, you know, getting down and, you know, feeling sorry for ourselves and why does this keep happening to us? Um, you know, it was evident in that intermission after the first set, you know, we were going to be ready to come, you know, back out and play to start the second. And, and um, we're able to get a goal early in the second, which helped. And, and from there, we just, you know, built on it and, and played for each other. And, um, you know, so that was that was an emotional win for sure. 
Well, the trip started with a tough back-to-back, the games in Pittsburgh and then Philly, but the team did have a day of rest before heading to Columbus. Do you think that day of rest helped the team reset in order to get ready for that game? Yeah, I mean, um, it's these road trips are hard to, you know, they're always hard. They bring a lot of different challenges and, um, you know, you're flying across three time zones and then starting with the back-to-back against, um, you know, two good hockey teams. It's, it's hard. And, you know, obviously um, the Pittsburgh game was, was one we played well in and didn't get the result. And then um, Philly, we, we just didn't play well. So, to, you know, like you said, to have a day there, um, you know, that's kind of what you need to do on the road is we had an off day that day and, and just utilize those times to, um, whether it's good or bad, just to kind of reset and make sure you're ready for the next day or next city even and whatever the case is. So um, it's been a long trip for us. We've had a few chances to kind of have those type of days. We had the same in Arizona. We had a few days to kind of reset, um, which, you know, myself personally, I needed. and I think, you know, this road trip is, it's been long with a lot of ups and downs and um, just trying to manage it. What are some things you like to do on the road to manage that for yourself? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I've learned that obviously get rest, but, um, you know, just sitting in my hotel room and that type of thing doesn't doesn't necessarily give me the, the mental reset that I need. Um Actually, as I, I mean, this is just because we're in Colorado, but as we talk right now, I can hear guys yelling in my basement right now playing Guitar Hero. Um, So just, you know, that just, I mean, whatever the case is, whether it's going to lunch or or just kind of getting out and and doing stuff with with other guys on the team is kind of what everyone needs. And just to kind of be around each other in a non-hockey environment is, it's kind of the the biggest the biggest thing that helps kind of reset everyone's morale and energy. Now the team had a little bit of time when you guys were in Arizona, and I understand that you had the rookie dinner while you were there. Yep. How was that? Yeah, so that was that was another you know kind of one of those events, um, <laughs> and that's kind of a big one for every team that you know you do it once every year. So we have some younger players on this team that. You know, especially with COVID, some guys didn't get to. And um, and then, obviously, we've got Mason this year. And uh, we had a few guys that were kind of never got the chance to have their rookie party. So, um, you know, that's always one of the most fun nights of the year. And just to kind of, you know, just really get together as a group and, and have a, you know, and a kind I don't know if extravagance is the right word, but just a, a full night out together is, is it's good for the team. It's good for everyone. So with that, what did the team get to do as a part of the rookie dinner night? Um, yeah, well, we, we went to dinner. Um, you know, it's pretty standard. The, the, only, the rookies have to do a few things like tell jokes on the bus and, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, and then actually on uh, the next day, I think it was Sunday, because I know the Cowboys were playing that day. That hurt. But um, so actually the following day, it was kind of an extension of the, the rookie party. We we all went golfing as a team, which, um, you know, anytime you can get out on the course and, and be together and, and that type of situation is fun. Well, you talked about it already. You're back home in Denver at your new house. Uh, how is it being back home with your family and friends? 
Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, um, it's no secret I'm pretty obnoxious about being from Colorado and very proud of it. So um, just to kind of – I we're actually staying in Cherry Creek instead of downtown Denver, so I kind of get the chance to show the guys more where I live in, in the summer and full-time and where I'm from and all that. So it's been a lot of fun for me personally. And, um, you know, I'll get to see – all my family and uh, I've got a lot of friends coming to the game tomorrow. So um, found the smoke alarm that's been digging in my house. Um, if you heard that, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it's good. Been, yeah. I've been searching for it while talking to you, but um, yeah, all of that's just fun for me. This is the trip that obviously I look forward to every year. I remember you telling me a while ago that you like to do yard work. So while you're home, are yeah. you going to get to do any yard work? There's quite a bit of snow here right now. Um, oh, so not a ton of, of yard course. Work, but um, as I just mentioned, I'm going to get to change a smoke alarm here after the phone call. And, um, I, it is nice to just be at my house because um, it's, you know, it, we, we rent out in California. So just to kind of be back home and be in your own house and your own stuff, it's, it's nice and it's refreshing. Did your wife make the trip? Uh, no, she's still in California. Um, she was able to come home <clears throat> a few weeks ago and see everyone, and she actually brought the dogs and all that. So um, she came home and saw it a few weeks ago, and now it's my turn. So she's she's not here this time. You touched on it already, but some family and friends going to the game on Thursday night. Now, when you go into a game and you know that you have people in the stands, does it at all change the way you prepare for a game? Um, I wouldn't say so. I, it, it used to. I mean, um, like I, I, I used to get very nervous, to be totally honest with you, to play here and, um, you know, the avalanches. There's just something about you know, watching the Avalanche the team that you grew up watching, they just seem, they don't seem like another NHL team to you. They seem like the team you grew up idolizing. And um, just kind of getting over that hump was was definitely something. And playing in front of, you know, a ton of family and friends was something I always, you know, got a little nervous for. And at this point, I'm a little over it. And, and um, it's just fun for me now just to, kind of be able to see everyone and then you know once the game starts it's just um, business as normal have you looked ahead to the game against the avalanche tomorrow night and some things that the team will have to do to get a win yeah i mean um you know we're pretty familiar with them they're high speed a lot of offense um you know they, they're the stanley cup winners for a reason they're they're a great hockey team um and it's just you know, they're one of those teams that if you respect them too much and, and give them space and, and time to make plays, they're they're going to punish you for it. So um, just playing our game, playing, you know, I think tomorrow a boring game for us is, is kind of the best way to play and, and just limit, you know, the time and space and opportunities we give them. And um, especially playing at altitude, it, it brings another challenge. So, um, you know, we've, we've got some video and everything to do tomorrow, but um, – just in general, just a, a defensive and um, just play the right way type of game. Well, hey, Troy, I will let you get back to hanging out with the guys, playing Guitar Hero, and fixing that smoke detector in Denver. Good luck with the game tomorrow night. Enjoy the time at home, and thank you again.
Okay, thank you so much. Thanks, bye. It's time to go coast to coast to hear the best goal calls from around the NHL on Tuesday night, beginning with our very own Anaheim Ducks and Arizona Coyotes game. The only power play goal of the night for the Ducks came from Cam Fowler in that second period. Two goals for Cam, who now has 24 points this season, leading blue liners on the Ducks. Steve Carroll has the call from Mullet Arena. So 30 seconds off the penalty so far. 2-0, Ducks lead. Almost four and a half minutes into the second period here when that occurred. Here's Troy Turry just scored. Giving it to Fowler, a shot, score! Cam Fowler put it to the front of the net. Don't know if it was redirected or not. My gut tells me Fowler will get credit for the goal. And it's 3-0 for Anaheim. It's a power play tally. Next up on Tuesday night, the New Jersey Devils facing off against the Vegas Golden Knights, two of the hot teams in the NHL this season. A beautiful setup from Jack Hughes to Dougie Hamilton would win it in overtime in New Jersey. That was the second straight game that Hamilton has scored the overtime winner, a big 3-2 to two win for New Jersey, who is now 8-1-1 in their last 10 games and playing some good hockey. Now, Jack Hughes, a name I just mentioned, has been a big part of that as he's been putting up a lot of goals and racking up the points this season. You can hear the call from Devils' Matt Laughlin of Hamilton's winner right now. And so here's Hughes in the center circle. Across the line, looks up, tries to duck under a check. It comes free, and they score! The puck comes to Hamilton between the circles, drives one home. It's another overtime game winner for Dougie Hamilton, and the Devils win 3-2. to two. Also on Tuesday night, the Pittsburgh Penguins and Florida Panthers facing off, and it was the return of Chris Letang for the Penguins after he missed 11 games with a lower body injury and then spending some time after his father sadly passed away recently. It was a big night for his return because he had two goals and two assists, and part of his goals was the game winner with just 54 seconds remaining in overtime, a big 7-6 to six win over Florida. Just a lot of goals in this game. And what a way to make a return for Chris Letang. I can imagine it was a very emotional night for him. Josh Getzoff has the call of the winner. Slides it right side for Jake Gensel, minute four to go. Malkin throws it on net, tipped in tight by Crosby, goes wide. Crosby to the left point for Latang. Across for Malkin. Into the center point position. Hands it off to Latang. One time blast. He scores! OT winner. And what a return for Chris Latang as he gives the Penguins a two point party on Fifth Avenue in a 7 6 absolutely insane victory at PPG Paint Serena. And last up, the Tampa Bay Lightning taking on the Minnesota Wild. Now ahead of this game, Captain Steven Stamkos for the Lightning was honored for joining the 500 goal club in the NHL. He is only the third active member to do so. Joining who else? Well, Alex Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby, the only two other active players to be at 500 plus goals. 
Now, overall, Stamkos is the 47th player in league history to hit that mark as well. And he had a big goal during the game against the Wild following that ceremony on Tuesday, coming in the third period for Tampa Bay as they took a 3-2 lead, putting it past Minnesota's Marc-Andre Fleury. Listen to the call of the captain's goal from Amelie Arena by David Mishkin. Lines it for Sergachev across the Minnesota line, skates to the right circle. Sergachev looking to center it. Stamkos swapped it in front, score! It's in! It went into the Minnesota net off Hartman. The Lightning have scored to make it 3-2. Stamkos will earn credit for it with 5.38 left. And now it's time to wrap things up with my final quack for this episode where I share my last thoughts before the end of the show. The Ducks are taking on the Colorado Avalanche on Thursday night. Colorado is getting their footing back recently as they've dealt with injuries all season long, but have been riding a game winning streak of six games so far. This will be a great test for the Ducks as they close out their road trip before they come back home on Saturday night. Thank you for listening to Light the Lamp. I am Alexis Downey, as always. Come back again next time for more Hockey Talk on DuckStream. This is an Anaheim Ducks original production on DuckStream.